I'm going to finally erase this um, rod of tentacles because I don't think it's coming back. I don't know. You might be able to go to the elemental plane of Earth and find it. The elemental plane of Earth is a small place. Bardic. Mystery. Some crimes are traveling in a party. They're writing songs we don't have time, so come on, let's get started. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band who solves mysteries while they're out on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm playing Flo Calhoun. She's a wood elf and a bard. She's a singer of the band Antler Mayhem. She wears an antler crown and bracers of archery, and she tries to help people. Hi, my name is Brayden. I'm playing Sammy Stoneslinger. Sammy's the best bard of the bunch. He's the drummer for Antler Mayhem, and he is a rock gnome because he rocks so hard. Sammy comes from a long, proud line of stoneslinging gnomes, and maybe if you're lucky, you'll get to see him, you know, whip some dingers. What's that phrase? Sock. Sock some dingers right into, right into some giant's faces. Hi, I'm Grundledore, and I'm happy to be Returning, as I always do, is a a bard. And today we have a guest with us. Uh, Jesse, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Bardley. I am a forest gnome. I travel the countryside with my floating piano. I usually adventure with the Knights of the Arcade, but I am on a solo quest to find myself and my long-lost uh, little sister, Yardley. All right, you want to uh, give us a little more insight into Knights of the Arcade and let us know what that's all about? Yeah, so Knights of the Arcade is a uh, comedy group that performs at Arcade Comedy Theater every month. Usually perform at the Arcade Comedy Theater in downtown Pittsburgh on Liberty Avenue. And our shows are generally the fourth Saturday of the month. We've got one coming up on February 22nd at 9 p.m. And we also go to conventions like Origins and things like that. So if you are ever in the mood to watch some live Dungeons & Dragons comedy, uh, please check us out. I'm the bard of the party, um, so it'll be a real treat to be around other bards for a change. All right. And gnomes. And other gnomes. Yeah, there's no other gnomes, no other bards in my party. Just a, a bunch of people who hit stuff. Cool. And elves stink. I'm sorry, I, I won't push this agenda too hard. I think the, the, the proper, the PC way to put it is they smell funny. Oh, I'm sorry. They have an odor. And Grundledore knows about having an odor. <laughs> oh, do I ever. They ain't got an odor as good as mine, though. So, uh, here we are. Where are we? The gang is awakened in their hotel room by a scratching at the door. Sammy. Grungo. Do you hear, do you hear that? Hey. What they have? They have. They have rats. <laughs> the taverna has rats. Yeah, the scratching's not that weird. Oh, is there like a peephole in my door? Can I go look out? Um, now there is. Now there is. I look out the peephole. All right, you don't see anything, but the door is being scratched. Okay, is it being scratched up high or down low? Down low. Okay, I look under the door. Do I see anything? Uh, no. The carpet is uh bushy enough that there's no gap under the door. I stomp on the floor real hard and I'm like, go away! Shoo! Uh, you hear more scratching. I don't think it's a rat. Alright. Do you guys want me to open this door a little bit? Wait, hold on. We get our nunchucks ready. Well, I get my nunchucks ready. Alright, go ahead. Alright, I open the door. Alright, you open the door and on the ground you see the size of a small dog. A brain with legs. What is it? It leaps on you. Roll ah. initiative. Oh, perfect. Oh. 11. 17. 6. All right, Sammy, you're first. Do I know what it is? I don't know. Can I roll a history check? Sure. Which I am now an expert at. Ooh. Well, let's see here. That's a 25. Sammy knows that it's called an intellect devourer. <laughs> Ain't gonna work on me. And it will suck your brains out. Yeah, I'm just gonna announce it's an intellect devourer. You guys don't have anything to worry about. Is that true? Because we're yeah. dumb. <laughs> yep, that's true. Okay. 
Because only people with brains have to worry about intellect devourers. I, I feel like I should just hit it with my nunchucks. And be like, get out of here. Well, I'm good at nunchucks. So are they a strength-based weapon or are they a finesse weapon? Well, that's a good question. I don't even know if nunchucks are in the freaking book. Let's just say they can be finesse if you want. Then nine. All right. You miss. The intellect devourer begins to smear its slimy brain bits all over Flo Calhoun's face. I don't like this at all. How is it reaching my face? I'm standing up. It jumped on you. Ugh. And from down the hall, you hear. You don't really hear from down the hall. You just hear it right inside your brain. But everyone hears. Polyp, down boy. His name is Polyp. His name is Polyp. And you see Varaxian appear from around the corner. And the intellect devourer runs over and jumps up into his arms. And he goes, ah, I see you guys have met my new pet. Seeing as how you murdered my Oblex, I thought it was time to fill my house with cheer once again. Oh, yeah, we weren't, we knew he was your pet. Certainly weren't going to try and kill it. Well, he looks like he likes you guys a lot, so. Does it make noises? It doesn't have a mouth. I don't know how it's supposed to communicate, but. Does it telepathically communicate? Maybe. The way that Varaxian the Mind Flayer does? Maybe it just does it through touch. I don't think they're very intelligent. I was halfway through looking it up and then gave up. Oh, it's actually got a 12 intelligence. It's <laughs> this one's stupid, though. So it's like dog smart. All right. Yeah, it speaks telepathically, but this one just barks telepathically in your heads. Varaxian says, good morning, Andler Mayhem. Good morning, Varaxian. I prepared some breakfast in the lounge if you want some. It's a special treat today because it's Groundhog's Day. Polyp's birthday. That's exciting. Slash adoption day. All right. We'll be down in a little bit. Okay. And then we close the door. Okay. And then I'm like, all right, uh, I'm ready to go. Me too. Okay. Then we open the door. Okay. Varaxian's not there. You ready, Grungo? Yeah. Let's roll. We go to the lounge. All right. You walk past the bar and Noga's there. The large demon with a mouth for a chest. And he says, hey, guys, what's up? Oh, hey, Noga. It's still pretty early. Is it early, actually? Yeah, it's, it's early morning. You want a mimosa? No, no, no. Bloody Marys. Mm-hmm. You want a samosa? No, no. Maybe. But Bloody Marys. All right. He makes four Bloody Marys. Thank you. I take two. Dirk's like, can I get a Bloody Mary too? No, he can oh. have mine, Dirk. It's fine. No, he has Noga. Are you not taking yours? No, I don't want one. Okay. I have to keep a straight head. Someone's got to do it. I'll take flows. Okay. Over the banister on the balcony, you see Braxian setting out on the uh, coffee table or whatever that's around the lounge. A bunch of uh, small plates with like crumpets and tea or whatever. All right. Let's go downstairs, guys. You're all sitting around. Having a good time eating some breakfast with Varaxian and Olaid. And then a loud clap of thunder thunders out. And the front door bursts open. The outside is pouring down rain. The loud noises of, uh, you know, rain and stuff continue. And you see a small stranger enter with an interesting hat. That is uh, just like a like a hat with a tassel on it, right? Yeah, it's like a really long, long hat, but then at the end there's like a little like a little puff ball. Oh, it's like a long hat with a puff ball. Like a sleeping hat? Yeah. Like if you think of a Victorian gentleman with like a point that goes down to like his waist. And then the thunder happens again, because it's dramatic. Can I get a drink? Uh I asked just to the general everyone. So you've entered Taverna, and there's like a really large, like common area that um, has like a second floor that has a balcony, and the bar's up on the second floor. This uh, mind flare stands up. Are you familiar with mind flares? Uh, yeah, I think so. All right. Well, a, a tall, purple-headed man with tentacles for a mouth stands up, and he speaks to you in your brain, and you hear a slopping noise in the background. He says. Oh, yeah. I'll go get you a drink. What would you like, sir? I I would like the drink with the most little umbrellas that you can have in it. All right. I'll be right back. And he walks up this huge staircase that's on the left side of the room. And then this smaller woman with a white dress on stands up and she goes, Oh, would you be interested in a uh, room for the night? Sure. Yeah. All right. I'll check you in over at the counter. And she points at the uh, check-in desk on the right. There's also a really tall, gray, dead-looking person who holds out his arm like he's asking you for your coat. I give him a high five, or a low five. He uh, grunts, he goes, and then walks back into like a little coat room. I like that guy. 
do I see the uh, the? Yeah, yeah. So in the middle of the room, there uh, is a group of three people who are not two people that stood up and walked away. One is a wood elf, one is a rock gnome, and one is a half orc. All right. Um, I go over and introduce myself. Uh, hi, I, I'm I'm Bardley. I don't live here. I don't know anybody in this town, so I'm just saying hi to everyone and seeing what sticks. Oh, that's cool, man. Nice to meet you. I'm Sammy Stoneslinger, and I reach out my hand and shake his hand. Cool. And cool. I say, oh, yeah, we're new in town, too. We're actually just passing through. Nice, 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 nice. I'm Flo, and uh, welcome. You can hang out with us if you want to. What brings you to town? So I'm on kind of like a, a, a quest. So I had this vision that if I travel to Grand Argetza, huge city, huge city is, is what I hear that, that I would have a revelation and that might have something to do with a long lost member of my family. Um, but the vision was kind of unclear. So I'm just sort of like along for the ride and I've just been playing tunes along the way, just making enough gold to get from city to city. So, so you need yourself another vision. I, yeah, I really do. I'm sure they have some uh, some good stuff in this town you can take to help with that. Yeah? Yeah, let's go find out one of the red light districts or something. Probably. Oh, man, I like have some shops. Okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, drugs is what you need. You'll have all the answers then. Okay, wow, cool. It's called a vision quest. Yeah, that that sounds great. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll try anything once or several What about several you two? Times. We're a rock and roll band, right? Let's behave like one and go find some drugs. Oh, you guys are a rock and roll band? Yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, yeah, yeah. You might have heard of us. We're a little known band called Antler Mayhem. Oh, no, no. No, I haven't heard of you. Oh. That's because all we ever do is drink road beers. No one's ever going to know who we are unless we start doing some drugs. Sammy spills a Bloody Mary while he's trying to reach for more food. And he's like, what are we talking about? I drink Bloody Marys, too. Exactly. We're just a bunch of lushes traveling from town to town. All the greats, they do a lot of drugs. A lot of them don't survive it, but they're famous anyway. You don't have to survive it to become a legend. We are getting old. Yeah, it's time to use up what we got left real quick and just yeah. burn out. Now, Flo and I aren't getting as old as some people. No, I'm feeling it. Uh, I can't remember how old I'm supposed to be, but I feel worse than I've ever felt. Aren't you like 48 now or something? Or 38? 38. That's 38 is real old, guys. Yeah. For orc. Tell me about it. My nuts are always clacking together like one of those like ball bearing things. I was I was going to ask if you had a castanet player in the band because that's sort of what it sounds like. Also worth mentioning, there's a floating piano slash keyboard that follows Bardley around. Oh yeah this uh, this is my this is my floating uh, uh, keyboard. Uh, if you guys ever decide you need uh, keys, it can sound like like most things. So this is what I've been been using. Oh, so it's some, one of those magic type. It's cursed, like my loot. It's like a cursed loot keyboard. Yeah, basically. A cursed harpsichord. Or is it a xylophone? It's like a dulcimer, but with keys attached to it. Like a harmonica. Yeah, it's like a... What? No, not really like a harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> like a melodica. Like a, that's it, like a melodica. Oh, yeah. I do, I do... I do like the, uh, it, it has a melodica attachment in case you want that extra. Oh, I could have use for just the attachment, I'm sure. Does it have a name? Uh, yeah, its name is uh, Gwendolful. Pretty name. Yeah, Gwendolful is uh, pretty smart for a keyboard. Uh, they've gotten me out of a few few scrapes and scratches. Wait, are you, are you trying to tell us that you talk to yourself, but you, you talk to your keyboard? Yes. It talks to you? Yeah. Okay. No one, else can, know. no one else can no hear one, it. No one but, can hear it? No. Okay, it's good to know these things. Just right off the bat so nobody gets confused. We don't uh, misinterpret anything. Yeah, so if I'm just like talking to like no one you can see, it's probably the keyboard or possibly myself because I do that too. Well, that's fine either way. Just as long as we, we know that you do it, we won't be worried. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. You should hear the things Sammy says in his sleep about flow. Oh. And flow answers. It's true. Drama. It's like a soap opera, and they have no recollection of it. Um. Hey, Dirk. Uh, Varaxian and Dirk are coming down the stairs together, and Dirk goes, "Yeah, Sammy, what's up? Hey, what's the plan for today? Oh, uh, well, I found a venue. So you know how all the venues don't want to uh let you guys play because you're wanted criminals and stuff. And oh, I mean, uh, we're not wanted criminals. Don't worry. Uh, good one. And I wink at him. But I found one that I think would be interested in having us play because 
think that they're against the uh, that proposition that was that was going around to ban rock and roll. Oh yeah. Uh, so I think I got one lined up. It's called uh, the Wicker Wagon. Um, it's over close to uh, Westgate Square. And Vraxian says, "Oh, going over to the west side of town today." Yeah. What time's our show, Dirk? Uh, I mean, it's tonight. I think doors are at seven or eight. After that uh, brawl at the uh, Broken Wagon, I think we're getting a little more interest from, you know, venues that aren't necessarily on the up and up, so. Oh, well, CA-166. Yeah, that's the name of that proposition, Sammy. Thanks for looking that up. No, I remembered it. Thanks for remembering that, Sammy, and participating in the entire conversation when now, you thought about it. Now, any other details, you might need to repeat, because I was... It's just like a little hole in the wall, and like, um, I mean, it's a like legit business, but like, I think that they're into the uh, intrigue of you know people that are looking for some more uh, edgy bands. I don't want to call you guys edgy because of the negative connotations that comes with the word, but you know what I mean. Alternative, sharp. I mean, like dangerous and illegal. Like, if you want to do illegal things, but, like, drugs aren't your thing, then, like, you can, like, watch bands that are banned by the government. Well, actually, we are apparently... Well, you have to go to do drugs, too. That's what I was going to ask you about. Oh, okay. That way we can all talk to our instruments. I'm down with that. I think that sounds like a great idea. It'll, it'll bring us in more in tune with our The music. venue or the drugs? No, I'm. I mean, I I'm down with talking to my instruments. So whatever way I can get. Can into we find? That. Is there like an ayahuasca tea joint in this town? I hear that's pretty yeah, spiritual. We should start easy and ease into it. You hear from Sammy's backpack that he's wearing for some reason. Why talk to your instruments when you can talk to your weapons? Oh, oh yeah. that's even better. I get old Gormax the Warhammer out. Gormax Skullcrusher. You have a last name. I have a title. Hey, these are our new friends. Who? All right, I put him back in the bag. All right, well, let's roll. Hey, new guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does uh, your keyboard think about that sword? Hmm? What sword? Oh, the the skull? not the not the sword there in that uh, mall. The skull crusher, the skull mall? crusher, hammer, whatever it is. Oh, um, since well, they're both in it, inanimate yeah, yeah. objects, and they they have voices that people can hear. So, do they have an opinion of yeah, each other? Yeah, let, let, let me just ask a second. Uh, so, uh. Gwendolyn thinks that is kind of cute in like a bad boy sort of way. Oh, so okay. Like thinks he's cute. Yeah, so got kind of like a greaser vibe. Oh, so we won't get an honest answer then. Yeah, she might be into bad boys and she might have a rough life ahead of her romantic discourse around every corner. Yeah, scrapes and scraps. That's a problem with liking the bad boys. And you guys are edgy, apparently. That's cool. I've never been like an edgy musician. Uh... Maybe you guys could teach me. Most of my stuff is like, you know, like ballads and stuff. Oh, yeah. We do a lot of tritone substitutions. I think of myself as being more like blunt than edgy. Uh, I get it. Because he uses them all. And because we're going to become drug addicts and we need blunts for that. Because that's what rock stars do. Ah, uh, triple entendre. Wow. Hey, Bardley. Yeah. You said you came to town looking for your sister. Yeah. You said she was long lost. What does that mean? So there's a big family of like seven of us gnomes and Yardley was the one who like was into the most like sort of experimental music and was always like searching for new sounds and like sonic experimentation. And one day she said, I've got a lead on something that will create the ultimate note. And we're like, oh, like like a sound. She's like, no, a new note that's the never been heard before. It, yeah, it may have been. We didn't. We didn't even ask her what <laughs> we, what color that would have been. Need, we need to hear the note that no one's ever sought before. Yeah, and then after that, we never never heard from her again. She just like vanished, and so yeah. So I've been sort of like wondering where she's been, but then I got distracted. Do you think she transcended and became the brown note incarnate? Maybe it's not a pitch, but it's like a way of living. Length. It's like the fifth note. Oh, geez. I didn't think about that. Instead of a quarter note. Oh. If you want to get some real syncopation and you want to do some like five over seven. Oh, yeah. She was into all that math rock stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tenth notes, fifth notes mixed with eighths and quarters. Nothing better. And then a seventh note. Sounds like an old like Plymouth Sundance I used to drive. A minor, diminished 17th. Wow, a minor, minor 17th. and diminished. I don't even, something like that. 
This is intense. Just like three half steps next to each other. Grundledor just found out the music theory exists the last arc, so he's been doing a lot of research in the last couple of weeks and uh Yeah, I learned that like the notes have names. Yeah, like Franklin? No, they're like stupid names like A, B, C, and D. Like I don't I don't even know what an A is or a B. So what the hell are they naming these notes? Oh, that reminds me. I, she she did mention that this new note she was discovering had like a new name. I think she was calling it like G flarp. That's like part flat, part sharp. So part yeah. sharp. That's wild. Maybe she's in a quarter tone music. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's between quarter and half. It's like what? Wait, what was the the maybe root it's a note fifth again? Tone G. It's a G. A G sharp. Microtonal. I, I think this is already been explored area. Schlarped. Wait, what was schlarp? What was that word again? Oh, uh, flarp. Flarp. Okay. Schlarp. We already did schlarp. Schlarp was so last year. But you think she came here because of your vision? Yeah. So I, I had no leads. She just vanished. So I just uh, started adventuring with uh, uh, my friends and we went around and, and they killed a bunch of things. Um, and then. Uh, one night I made like this delicious mushroom stew for all of them. And then later that evening, I like had this vision where Yardley was calling. She was, she was like, Bardley, Grand Argetska, huge city. And I was like, what? That's, and then that's the story. Wait, after you fed yourself and other people a bunch of mushrooms? Yeah. It was like a stew type thing. Where did you pick these mushrooms? Uh, just off of, uh, Fangal Forest. Those aren't the drugs you need, like, all the time to become a great rock star. Only every now and then. Oh, okay. I I was just going for something. I think you may have drugged yourself, and that's why you're talking to your accordion. Oh, I've been talking talking to this this instrument for, for years, though. Oh, okay, never mind then. I thought it just started happening. It's like, well, you did just eat the mushroom soup, and here you are. Wait, what happened to the people you were traveling with? Oh, they, they all started, like, looking at their hands really intently. Just, like, talking about how, like, in the creases of their hands, there was the secrets to the universe and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Hey, if it's true that doing the drugs to make us a better rock and roll band, I say we do it. I say we stop dicking around here. I mean, here. we all are older than 27, right? Yeah. I mean, as long as you get past, like, the age of 27, you're safe from drugs. That's true. Like, no one over the star. age of 27 has ever died. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a rock star and you get it past 27, you can... Don't worry, the drugs, something else is going to... A plane crash is going to kill you or something. Helicopter. But you got the drugs under control if you, you make it past 27. Yeah, well, if we can find some that, that will give me, like, a little more clarity, because right now I just have a city to go off of, and that's not super helpful. Yeah, it's big, too. I mean, huge. That's what I heard. Are there any uh, landmarks in your mind? Just in general or related <laughs> yeah, to the like quest? where you have to go related to the quest. Oh, no. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Let's go uh, check out the wicker wagon. Yeah. And then see if we can find some drugs around there. Oh, yeah. I start walking out the door. All right. It's pouring down rain. Ooh, it's going to be hard to find drug dealers, but maybe we could find some poisonous toads. They like the rain, right? Yeah, also maybe the cops won't try to find us. You know what I mean? Because it's rainy? Because it's rainy. You do see uh, a patrol of guards across the square. We duck back in. We might as well start doing drugs. Hey, Bardley. the cops are after us. I called to you. Come, yeah. come here for a second. Okay. Okay. One thing you need to know if you're going to hang out with us is that we accidentally let a vampire out of this place. And she is wanted because she's apparently very evil. And now we are wanted by the authorities. So we're kind of on the run. This we, is not our fault. It was an accident. And it so, was... Not an accident, but we shouldn't be in trouble for it. So either the authorities or that vampire might catch up with us at any moment and try to kill us. That's fine. I, the Knights of the Arcade that I hang out with, they're they're great and I love them, but they're also, they're terrible people. Um, and they have done a whole bunch of like murder and stuff. So my standards for companionship are, you know, very, very low. I have a good idea. We should disguise ourselves. We should go to the gray skinned guy with the coats. And oh, see yeah. if we can if he has any extra long coats. <gasps> are you oh man, are we doing a gnome on top of gnome? That's what I was just thinking. Heck about. yeah. <laughs> uh so surprisingly, since there are so few guests in Taverna, 
actually the coat closet is like full of coats. He's like a lot of coats. There's like enough coats and scarves and stuff that you can form all kinds of disguises with probably. So whoever's better at pickpocketing should be on the bottom so they can like just reach out from the coat like a crotch height. Oh, just like you want to know who's better at pickpocketing? Stuff. Yeah, that's who and you want. And then I reach into Grendeldor's pocket without him noticing and I steal his, uh, I don't know, like his big roll papers. Oh, I am proficient in that skill. Uh, 16. Because you're watching him, you can roll with advantage. You gotta roll like a perception or something to beat that. Uh, 18. All right, Grundler, you just watch Sammy reach into your pocket and take out your rolling papers. What are you doing? Well, but where did these come from, though, you know? I think he planted them on me. All right, I'll get on top. He means of like the two Wait, but then your head is gonna be visible. Oh, wait, yeah, I have to be the bottom. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I'll I'll be on the top. You can make us a lot of money here. Wow. Um, I, I have this big fake uh, gray beard, and I'm not wanted, so it's not really necessary, but I've been looking for a chance to just wear it, so I put on the big bushy beard. Does the, the beard have a mustache, or is it like just a beard? Oh, it's, just, have, it's just a beard. Just the beard. No mustache. Okay. No. No soup What? That's why you can't trust forest gnomes. Are you a forest gnome? I am a forest gnome. Okay. See, that's why I like you. Oh. The woods, you know. Yeah. Right. Why do you like him, Grondledore? Oh, the drugs. That's no. right. Because <laughs> I think he's he might have helped me realize what we need to do to become successful in this business. Oh. So successful that we can retire after one tour. Oh, dang. That's the dream. One last show. Well, there's no need to. St- I mean, we can, we can start a new project or something. Or just be like the Eagles and have a reunion, like final tour every 10 years for a while. Um, hey, Sammy, could you make, yes. could you make me look not like me so that when we go out there, I don't get, you not know, caught? Or really. do you want me to cast this alter self spell on myself that I just took that I'm pretty excited about? If anyone wants to disguise myself, I collect hats. I've got a lot of hats that would be, you know, good for disguises. I think that your alter self spell is going to be a lot more effective than a minor illusion. Are we just like wandering out into the woods, like or the world? We're just going out into the city and not going into Undergetza? We're going to go to the Wicker Wagon. Yeah, how far is that from here? Do you know, Dirk? Oh. Person who put us into this venue. Dirk's like, yeah, yeah, I went there this morning. I found this, uh, not this morning, last night. It's like across the city, um, but I didn't go through Undergetza, so I don't know how to get there through Undergetza. I just took like the roads and it's a pretty straight shot because uh, we're kind of on like the wide wagons kind of in the eastern side of town. But then there's like a main road that goes through this, uh, you know, the super big part of the capital that has like the government building and the huge jailhouse and like the, uh, you know, the giant statue. Statue of Mayor B-Dan? No, Mayor B-Dan doesn't have a statue. Not he's the current, yet. he's the sitting mayor. Okay. Sorry. And he's not into totalitarianism. He sounds like it because he's after us for no reason. He does hate rock and roll. See? Why would you be a mayor and not make a a statue of yourself? That's the whole point. I don't know enough about Mayor B-Dan, but there's a large monument dedicated to when the humans triumphed over the giants to get Grand Argetza and the Argetzin plane and, you know... Then you go through that, and then you get over to Westgate Square. And Westgate's kind of like a rundown neighborhood. It's not like Undergetza, but it's like more uh, homes and stuff, but like dive bars and stuff. And there's no like, there's not a ton of like shopping and stuff, but there's like industry and drinking, you know. And so that's where we have to go? Yeah, yeah. It's like a straight shot, but like, you know, we have to look out for guards, but also it's raining. How long will it take us to get there if we walk? Uh, like 20 minutes. Okay. I'm going to take a moment and bleed on my mall. As your blood drips on the head of the mall, it shrivels into a, the center of the mall and gets sucked into it, leaving it clean and bloodless. Nice. You hear a faint sound of satisfaction. You have to appease the gods. Hey there, groupies. Brayton here. Thanks for listening to another exciting episode of Bardic Mystery Tour. Remember to try to check out the Knights of the Arcade. They're part of the Arcade Comedy Theater Group, and they perform downtown Pittsburgh. Their next performance is on Saturday, February 22nd. 
Um, remember to go to bardicmysterytour.com for all your bardic mystery needs. That's a good place to see fan art. It's a good place to link to all of our other sites, including our Bandcamp site, where you can listen to our music, and our Patreon, where you can support us monetarily. Uh, we really appreciate it, and we feel really great about getting all the support that we get from our community. So thanks, guys. All right, back to the show. All right, I cast Alter Self on myself, and I make myself look like a gnome. I need to get away from myself And really just become someone else For looks, for skills, or maybe just a thrill I need to get away from myself Whoa! You can do that much Whoa. height change? Yeah. I never knew you could look so good. I decided that I <laughs> I wanted to be a gnome. That's a smart choice. I'm glad you finally decided to come around. Yeah. Yeah, forest gnome too. Yeah, for sure. No. Definitely. Definitely a forest yeah. gnome. I'm trying it out, you know? See? See what it's like walking a little slower? You Taking in the be. sights. This is all her Roland fetish, you know, starting to manifest itself. I just like friends. She'll be growing fur next. I mean, I could have made myself look like a fox person. It says I can make myself look like anyone that is bipedal. I get to decide. So I decided to become a forest gnome. Now I can do three gnomes in a trench coat. That will fool anyone. Yeah. Do you guys need like extra help being taller? Yeah. We should be like a seven foot tall person. Yeah. That gray dude in the uh, coat closet holds up this like extremely long coat and he goes. Oh, I can't be a, I can't be a gnome. Yeah. Gnomes are small. Oh man. I didn't mean to, I feel like I was raining on your parade. Yeah, you definitely rained on my parade. And you did it like just by pointing at something with like a judgment. So then you had to out yourself. All right, fine. Flo's going to be the biggest gnome. No, I didn't think of you guys as a different category of size. Oh, that's thoughtful. Yeah, I just thought you were short. You don't see height. I do see height. I just thought you were like, I don't know. So that means that what can I be? I can be like literally a half orc, a human. You can be a dwarf because they're medium. Is an elf medium? Yeah. But you guys are small? Yes. Oh, I just thought you were What if you became two gnomes stacked on each other? That's medium. Yeah, you could do that. That's medium. You could disguise yourself as like a lumpy person that when wearing a coat kind of looks like two gnomes on top of each other. That's good. You can have like a face going out of your stomach though, right? You can do that. That's some quado stuff. Total recall. You know, just like you open up the trench coat and his face is like, Open your mind. I think that's the uh, the look she should go for. <laughs> if the rock and roll fails, we can start a sideshow. I'm torn between uh, disguising myself as two gnomes in a trench coat and a Duragar dwarf. Ooh. I think I'm going to go with the Duragar dwarf just so I look like fit in in town. Well, they don't fit in in town, I don't think. Cause really? We saw them in Undergets. I think that they're like, well, do they fit in? T- did we see them around town? Uh, so you're familiar enough with Grand Argetsa to know that the people of Undergetsa would be accepting of a Durgar, uh, but they may be a little skeptical of them, and they expect them to like stay in their place in Undergetsa. So, what about the people of Grand Argetsa? What did I say? Huge city, Undergetsa. The whole time I said Undergetsa. Yeah, I thought I said Argetsa. You know what? I'm sorry. You're sorry that I said the wrong thing. Yes. Okay, the general population of Grand Argetsa, it will be, like, tolerant of a Durgar, but they kind of expect them to, like, stay in Undergetsa, but, like, obviously they have to be able to leave Undergetsa to, like, shop for food sometimes. You can alter self yourself into a Durgar, and then we can see if we can get you, like, a trench coat and a Twilby or whatever. Is that what that hat's called? Trilby? Trilby. Trilby. You know, because it's raining, and then it'll be, like... When the Ninja Turtles go out in public. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, I'm in. Done. Back to the Ninja Turtles stuff? I can't think of anybody else who disguises themselves. Why don't you just say, then it'll be like this awesome film noir scene. Then it'll be like this awesome film noir scene from the Ninja Turtles. Grunga, what are you doing? We gotta get going. I'm just following. You could turn into a boar and just run alongside us, can't you? I'm gonna turn into a half boar. Yeah, then you have like a pig face. Okay, let's just become the freak show. I'll be the the pig face. You give me the two gnomes stacked. You can actually be two gnomes stacked. 
This is good. This is very stealthy. So I should go for the two gnomes in a trench coat when I cast my spell? I, I don't know. It's up to you. All right. I'll go for that. This is so much prep for a 20 minute walk. What if, wait, wait, what if you stack them and then what if you cast it on them and make them look like a caterpillar walking on its hind legs and then it explains the extra arms? Oh, we can get a horse costume, right? Put Flo in the front. And then put the two gnome stack as the back. And you person. can hang as. And then you dead. can ride. All right, out the door into the street. Wait, what is Flo actually? Uh, I'm gonna be a human. I'm just being a human walking a human. out into the world. Just here I go. Boring. Bore, boring. You're human. gonna look like a shoplifter, is what. All right, you exit the front of Taverna with Dirk. I guess he's taking you to this venue. Yeah, I hope so. The square in front of Taverna seems a little empty today, probably because it's pouring down rain. You do see one patrol of guards that includes two guards that are trying to stand next to a building that has a bigger awning and they're like trying to stay dry. Now you have like coffee, they're drinking, but you're going to head to, uh, yeah, we're headed straight towards Westgate Square to the Wicker Wagon, past the big statue that's not of Mayor B. Dan. It's a monument that's dedicated to the. When the humans defeated the giants and took over the Argetsan plain and founded Grand Argetsa. Let's roll. You walk down. When you get to the, uh, you know, city center, there's a, uh, like, check, it's not a checkpoint, but there's, like, guards that are, like, right on the street that you have to walk by. So, um, when everyone to roll, uh, deception checks, I think. What about a performance check? Yeah, sure. Ooh, I'm, uh, expertise in that one. Can I do deception instead? Yes. Ah! Oh, man. Two natural 20s. Double gnome 20. 31. I got a 33. 12. All right. I'm not very good at being human. Uh, 28. All right. So, Grundledor and Bardley and Sammy walk by, and then one of the guards says to Flo, You there, ma'am. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm just traveling. Why? Oh, um, I really... I, I have an aunt that lives here in Undergetza. What's her name? Um, Sally. Sally what? Sally Mayer. He turns to the other guard. He's like, do you know Sally Mayer? And he's like, uh, not, no, but like, there's a lot of people in the city, bro. All right. Well, how long are you in Argetza? Oh, just a week. I'm here to take care of her. She's a little ill. Well, be careful. It's dangerous out here. Yeah, I hear that. I will. You too. Be Don't safe. Don't get eaten by a vampire. There's a vampire? Yes. I didn't hear that. I will be careful. They were released by this evil rock band called Antler Mayhem. That's terrible. Rock band, rock music is just the worst. Yeah. It's the devil. It's the devil. Yeah. And they I all never, do drugs. Yeah. Never, never. I stay, I steer clear. Yeah. And Me if too. you see Antler Mayhem, report them to the police. Okay. Where's the police station? I'm new here. <laughs> just look for one of these people wearing this guard outfit that I'm wearing. Okay. We'll do. Carrying one officer. of these halberds or like swords and stuff. Of course. We'll arrest them. I'll make sure to look for them. They're wanted for multiple crimes, including releasing ancient evils and murder. Who'd they murder? And wow. inciting a riot. What riot? A quiet riot. The riot was at uh, the Broken Wagon a oh, couple wow. days ago. I have to go take care of my aunt. It was nice talking to you. All right. Stay safe. Yeah, same And remember to, to spend money while you're in Grand Argetta. I will spend it all. All right. Uh-huh. Thanks. Do all the venues here have wagon in the name? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it turns out that's the theme of the city. Oh, that's cool. No, the undercarriage didn't have wagon in the name. Success. Did I pass? Maybe we should see if we can get a newspaper for Flo for the next time. So she can, like, put her face behind it. Ooh, yeah. and we could cut out eye holes. You pass this enormous statue of, like, a giant fighting a bunch of people. It's like that Russian statue with that dude that's kicking the kids or whatever. Then you make it to this large sign over top of the road that says Westgate Plaza or Square or whatever it's called. Are there any guards around here? Uh, Yeah, this is similar to the square that Taverna is in. So the square that Taverna's in has the wide wagon and Taverna in it uh, sets up daily that has like a market and stuff so you can like get like fresh food and stuff like that. But um. This square doesn't seem to have daily setup stuff. There are a handful of like shops around, but um, it's not like a market per se. That's bizarre. Cool. We walk on through to the Wicker Wagon, which is in this square, you say? Yeah, yeah. The Wicker Wagon is down a side street that attaches to the square. But as you turn the corner and look down, there are five guards standing outside, and there's police tape everywhere around the wicker wagon. Oh, man. I don't know how we're going to get into sound check with all these police. 
did someone get killed again? Well, let, let, let me talk to them because I have a very high uh, persuasion and performance and I'm wearing this beard. So I might as well, you know, make use of it. And uh, you're not wanted by them. And I'm not wanted are, by so. them. So even if they pull off the beard, they'll be like, oh, it's just some guy. Do you want to go solo or do you want to go and act like we're a, per- like a human? Oh, good question. Let's... Let's go together. Okay. I have a good feeling about this. Perfect. All right. Oh, yeah. I forgot I have a big head now, so they don't recognize me. They are just like, oh, there's like a half-board dude. It's fine. Don't worry about it. See, it's a pretty accepting city. Accepting of everything but rock and roll. Uh, So I go up to the police tape and see if I can sneak under it and get inside. Do you want to try to sneak under, or do you want to approach one of the standing guards? Actually, I'll I'll approach a guard, because I am bad at sneaking. Okay. Excuse me. I'm an old man, and I need to get into the wicker wagon. Sorry, sir. Uh, this area is closed to the public. We're in the middle of an investigation, so uh, you can't get into the wicker wagon right now. But you can try again in a week or so. Oh, what sort of investigation? Uh, a police investigation. Well, a bunch of youths took my bifocals and and put them in there, and I need to recover them because I can't see a blasted thing. I right, roll a deception check. Uh, 13. He's like, all right, well, you stay here. I'll go look for your bifocals. And I'm going to squeal like a pig. And I got to take the shit. Can I use the toilet in there? If not, I don't know what's going to happen. No, sir. You can't use this toilet. Maybe you can find one in one of the restaurants. Don't make me do it out here, please. Sorry, sir. The the area is closed. You can maybe find another toilet. I try to deceive him to make sure so he knows that I'm serious because I don't want to ruin it. another set of clothes to make a point. I only rolled a fourteen. Does that mean that you shit yourself? No, it means I might fail to convince him I'm actually going to shit myself. Yeah, he goes. Uh, I don't actually think you're about to shit yourself. I think you just want behind this police sign because you're interested because you're a rubbernecker and you guys need to mind your own business and leave the police alone while we do our investigation. I'm going to make an attempt to pass. Are you with this guy? I'm attempting to pass gas. No, I've never seen this strange pig man. Would that be an athletics check? Just like a constitution check, I think. To okay, see whether 12. you shart yourself? 12, <laughs> yes, pretty much. Is it gas? Is it nothing? Uh, you managed to fart without shitting yourself. I look at him to see how he reacts. He goes, that's foul. Ugh. I need to consult my law handbook and see if it's even legal to be a pig man in Grand Argetta. Okay, I, I retreat, I retreat. This is a losing battle. He's like, all right, well, I'll be back. I'll look for your bifocals. And then he uh, walks by one of the other guards, says something to him, and he goes into the... Wicker wagon. I would like to also point out that one of the guards is standing next to a griffin that is wearing like uh, the town like armor. Heraldry. 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 Okay. Is the griffin a guard? Are, I don't know enough about griffins. Are, are they like people enough? No. no. They're like it's an bird animal. Lions. It's like a police dog, but it's a griffin. Is it alive? It's not a statue. A griffin is like a, has the front paws of a lion. And the head of an eagle and the wings of an eagle and the back legs of an eagle. And it's like bigger than a horse. This one's wearing a saddle. Okay. And it can like fly. So it's like their means of transportation. And they eat fish. That last part. That's canon. Okay. And they have like animal intelligence. Yeah. Okay. They can like obey commands probably. Like I think they're smarter than a horse. They could be sassy like a cat though. Yeah. If they want to get tased. Also, I've been saying police a lot. This whole season, I've been saying guards instead of police. But today, police. It's not been going well. Yeah. So they're all guards, not police, police. guards. They they fulfill a similar role. Okay. All right, I'm going to um try to whisper up to Bardley and say, like, hey, I'm going to go back, and then we'll come up with a new solution. But I don't want the police, to hear, the guards to hear me. And then we're going to turn around and walk back to, like, where Flo's hiding. Yeah, we're going to retreat. A strategic retreat. Okay. All right, so that way is really heavily guarded. They're not letting people in. Do you think we can sneak around the back? Yeah, or from the roof? It's like a one-story building. Are there one-story buildings beside it? Yeah. I'm really good at climbing. I shake my head. 
Are you bad at climbing? No, I'm. I don't yeah, think Flo's that. Bad I mean, I'm definitely bad at climbing, but I want you to know that Sammy is lying to you. Oh, okay. Thank I you. I feel like you should know this. <laughs> well, we could look. Uh, we could look around and see if we can get in through some unguarded side. Go through the sewers. We can also use a, an illusion to try to get them to chase something down the street. Like I could have like a, an illusion of Sammy Stoneslinger run down the street and see if they can. If we can strip some of the guards off of there. Oh, I like that idea. Want to do that? Sure. I think they won't all go, so I think it might be a waste. Well, now there are four guards out front. One of them looks like she's wearing like the captain kind of stuff. Instead of it being like just the tabard and like the chain undergarment, she has like a bronze helmet and like has a halberd instead of like a short sword. All right, I'll cast um, major image. Trust your eyes I'm inside your simple mind You feel what I fabricate Major image to manipulate And make an image of Sammy Stoneslinger streaking And he has painted on his chest It says guards suck And he's gonna run down past the guards real fast So you're adding criminal charges to your identity yeah, who cares, dude? We're almost out of this town. And then um, as he runs down, he's going to shout, Vampires rule! And he's right. just going to run down the street just keep running. But maybe if we encounter the vampire, now the vampire might think we're on its side. How long does this image last, and what's the range on it? Dude, I'll tell you all about it. And is it tangible? No. You can slap it on the ass? Yeah. You can arrest it? Can you kill it? Does it have a soul? It can go up to 120 feet from me. So you're going to make it run 120 feet straight down the road and then just vanish? It seems, well, it's going to run around the corner. Okay. And then disappear. I mean, I can't see around the corner, so I guess it'll just disappear. But it seems completely real, including sounds, smells, and temperature appropriate to the thing depicted. All right. Do they get like a save against this? I don't know if they can feel it. Yeah, they, they can do physical interaction with the image reveals it to be an illusion. Okay. Because things can pass through it. But... A creature that uses its action to examine the image can determine it is an illusion with a successful intelligence check. Okay. What's your spell save, DC? 17. Okay. The image of Sammy with uh, Fuck the Guards or whatever written on his chest runs down the street naked. A-G-A-B. The guard standing next to the griffin shouts out, Pike, Lyle, get him! And two of the guards start running after Sammy's... Image. He puts his middle finger up and runs faster than them. They run down like what? You went like 120-ish feet, turned a corner, and then it vanished? Yeah. Okay. They chase it down the street and turn that corner. All right. There are two guards outside. I can cast invisibility on someone or myself. Could have done that earlier, but it seemed like you really wanted fake Sammy to run past. And just because you hate guards so much, I wanted you to have that feeling of Thanks, victory. Flo. Yeah. I also have an invisibility spell if you need it. Maybe we should discuss what we're going to do before we started yeah. the plan. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. But yeah, I don't know. Do we want to try and get inside and see what's going on? Yeah, I think we should go inside this building. Do you want everyone to go in? I don't have a strong opinion. Yeah. I can cast it on all of us or I can cast it on me. It's up to you. Let's Let's all go in. So if I cast it as its level, level two, I can cast it on me. And if I go above it, I can cast it on additional people. Do you want to cast like yours it. too? Mine is greater invisibility. It's a fourth level. Is Dirk coming with us? Is Dirk with us? Dirk's with you, but um, he's like, yeah, I don't have to. Okay. Let's leave Dirk behind. So if, if I cast invisibility as a level five, I can get us all in there. Dirk's like, uh, hey, if you guys want to just find another venue, I mean, this looks dangerous. Maybe we could. Uh... Oh, you can do that? Why didn't you say something? I mean, it might take me a couple of days to find another venue. Oh, no, we got to play tonight. Dirk, we're trying to be edgy. Uh, all right, well. Derek, if you want to help, you can try to find us some drugs. Okay. Yeah. I'll be right back, We're tired guys. of being edgy. We want to be blunt. See if you can find me some temporary tattoos that look really realistic so people think I have lots of real tattoos. Okay. Sam usually just uses illusions. Oh, yeah. I got you. And then I cast Minor Illusion, and I give you a set of six-sided dice with flames all around them. Oh. With snake eyes up. Oh, no. On your bicep. Trickery, but it just holds chum. 
minor illusion and I put like two teardrops over on the right side of his face near his eyes. There looks like I'm like he killed a couple people in I prison. I killed two people and I'm very sad about it. And then when you look really close though, you realize there's a third one, but it's really small. I killed a mouse in prison. It's your tongue, your nose, your eyes are mine as your senses be spelled by lies. What if I just change how I look so I look like one of those officers that just walked away and I'd make all three of you look invisible so that I can like open doors and you guys can come in and stuff? Do you feel okay with that plan? Yeah, as long as I get to be invisible. All right. I cast invisibility on Grundledore. That's my pig noise. And Sammy. Wait, are you an invisible pigman? Yeah, he's still half pig, half man. Perfect. Uh, I casted invisibility on Grundledore and Sammy. And Bardley. Wait, since we're on top of each other, does she only need to cast it once for us? No. Only one of you would be invisible. All right. We need some answers. And we need to get inside. Invisibility. Just a spell to help me hide. You can make the bottom person invisible, but I think the top person is technically wearing the trench coat. So then you would just be like this hovering gnome. So instead, if you worked on your pickpocketing, but you wanted to steal people's designer hats, you make the bottom known visible, but the one on the shoulders is invisible, and you can steal people's hats as you walk by. But now you guys are starting to think that Varaxian is actually riding an invisible gnome. Is he floating? Oh yeah, he floats off the ground. Okay, and then I change myself to look like the one of the guards that ran Does away. Does invisibility not, you can always target not you? You're not always the first target? Yeah, I can target whoever I want. Do you want to look like Pike or Lyle? I want to look like Pike, for sure. Wise decision. For sure. Yeah, Lyle sucks. Yeah, Team Pike for life. All right, so I go in. So just a quick, just just so that um, the scene that I have in my brain matches the scene that you guys are describing, I assumed Sammy made illusionary Sammy run away from you guys, which means that Pike and Lyle ran down the road not direction you're hanging. Like I assume you guys ducked into like some little alley or something to do a little discussion. So you're not just standing by the police line. Like yeah. But so what that means is you're now turning into Pike who ran south and you're like north or yeah. something like that. Okay, so I'm gonna like run out from that alley like panting and like looking all over for this character, this Sammy Stoneslinger, and I can't find him anywhere. And then I walk up to those guards still panting, hoping my friends are behind me and sneaking in. We'll follow her. Yeah, I'm tiptoeing. Yeah, we'll unstack. Yeah. We fold up the trench coat so that it's not tripping us, whoever has it on. That's smart. Uh, so the captain says to you, Pike. Yeah. What happened? I, I, uh, I, I went running. I went following. It looked like it was Sammy Stoneslinger in completely nude. And I started chasing him and I just, we lost him. I don't know where he went. How'd you lose him? I don't know. We turned around. I went down the road. I turned down the corner and then he was gone. I didn't see him anymore. He's a gnome. You can run faster than he can. I know. I tripped. I'm, I fell. I'm really sorry. All right. Well, what'd you do with Lyle? He's out there looking still. He thinks that he found him. Okay. He thinks he found some trail he's following. Why didn't you stick with Lyle? Well, because I wanted to let you know what was happening. Do you want me to go find Lyle? Roll a deception check. You can roll with advantage. 19. So she's like, uh, what are you trying to do? I just wanted to let you know that what what would happen, that we couldn't find him, but that Lyle's still out on the trail. I can go, I'll go, I'll go back out and help him. Oh, all right. You think you can find Lyle? Yeah. All right. And I run the direction that we went the first, we, fake we, went the first time, and I duck behind a building so that I'm close by if I need to get inside. Okay. What are you guys doing? Is the door open? Yes. I uh, attempt to sneak in inside. You're just walking like under the police line through the front door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Everyone that's doing that, roll yourself a stealth check. And if you're invisible, you can have advantage. Oh, yeah, yeah. 19. 25. 16. Okay. Everyone goes inside. This is like a little bit of a hole in the wall kind of place. It's got a little stage, probably seats like the 30 to 50 people, which is interesting for the size of the band you are that you book this place, but it doesn't matter. Uh, There are a handful of tables around. There's a bar. There is one guard looking around, uh, muttering to himself, God damn old man and his bifocals. I don't see them anywhere. Behind the bar, everything is just like covered in blood. 
I'd like to do some investigation to see if I can find any bodies or some sources of the blood or something. All right. Roll an investigation. And also, how fresh does uh, that blood look? Roll an investigation. I'll tell you how fresh it looks. 13. 18. Bardley, you feel like investigating? Uh, Yeah, I'll investigate. And I'm curious what type of blood also. That is a 12. So also, everyone that's investigating roll a stealth check because there's someone else in this room. With advantage? Mm, sure. 21. 18. 20. Okay, so eventually uh, that guard mutters something to the effect of, uh, I don't know, bifocals here anywhere. The guy's probably senile and he wanders out. Uh, you notice that the back door is also open. Um, oh, shit, we just solid snaked him. Grundledore, what did you roll for your investigation? It's an 18. So on the counter, there is like a small vase, vase, if you will. There's a small vase that holds one single flower. You feel like it's sitting on top of the blood, which doesn't make sense for if it were sitting there when the blood was splattered. Does anybody here... Wait, we don't take fingerprints, do we? The flower has very interesting geometric petals. We leave fingerprints. We don't take them. I guess further describe this flower. I'm really good at nature, so I try to figure out what what type of flower it is. All right, roll me a nature check. Natural 20 plus 8. You have heard of this flower. It's a super rare flower that's called a lopid. This is a lopid, you guys. It's like a moped. It's like a lowrider moped. Do I know anything else about it, or other than that? Super uh, you rare? know, it's super rare. It's from really far away. Um, Where is it from? You don't know any. It's from Lopidia. Okay, so we need to look for a, a Lopedian. They really like these flowers there, but they only grow in that one very specific climate because it's at like the foothills. Of this large mountain range where there's like this waterfall that makes this certain kind of mist, but it's next to a desert. So they, because the mountain range blocks the uh, incoming ocean air from hydrating the air of the desert, but because of the waterfall creating its own, uh, I don't know. So it's not a succulent like you would think is in an area I just described because it grows this flower, which is what makes it so interesting. But that's also believed to be why it has these strange geometric petals, because the uh, amount of water it gets isn't enough to make really full and fluffy petals like on a lot of flowers. So these are better at retaining water. Does Sammy know if they have this flower on their heraldry from that land from Lupidia? But you got like a history check? Yeah, dude, I'll do history. 12. You never even heard of Lopidia. It's bunk. I keep rolling skills I'm expert in. And I'll see what I know about uh, Lopidia. You don't believe Lopidia is a place. Oh, hell. I don't know about this uh, fake country I'm hearing about, but whoever did this probably left this flower. Well, let's look out the back door. All right. Out the back door, you see there's one guard standing there. It's a really small, tight alley. It's not like a super big area that you we can get into. We in this side. There's one guard, and there's also this half-elf standing there smoking a cigarette that looks uh, extremely distraught. I want to listen in. Are they talking at all? No. Um, I look behind the bar and see if there's anything on the other side. All right. You want to roll another investigation check? Yes, I do. 1921. You find a folder, a blue folder that looks extremely out of place. Do you think the police should have easily picked up by now? All the rest of the folders are Manila. Yeah. All right. Mania. Vanilla. I look inside the blue folder the for so clues. Silent. You open the folder, and there's not even any paper in the folder, but written on the actual folder is a word, Udalikt, U-D-A-L-L-I-K-T. And when you read it, it explodes. Give me... Uh, Ow. Give me four day... Did he say it out loud, or did he just look at it and it exploded? He just when he read it in his brain. Do you want to roll a knowledge arcana check? Um, yeah, sure. That's some Harry Potter shit. Words exploding upon being read. Uh, eight. You don't even know why it exploded. Mm-mm. Bardley, Sammy, and Grundledore all roll a reflex save. A reflex? Do I have any uh proficiencies? 
Saturday. You won't find it on your sheet. Usually it would be dexterity Fine. save. Roll a dexterity check. Check or save? I don't know. You can call it a save, but it's... It's a 13. No real difference at this point. Uh, 12. 12. You all take 17 damage. What heinous violence has transpired at the Wicker Wagon? Is there relevance to this exotic lopid? And what is the meaning behind this mysterious word, Udalict? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. Show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com.